The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, everybody. Here we go again. One more time, you're joining the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, the open door where we publish, promote, and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. And as you gentlemen well know, we are now deep into our series called the Enlightenment Masterclass. In fact, today is part six. And I think this is about the halfway point, if I'm not mistaken, as I've been kind of plotting and planning. It looks like we're going to go. I think it's a 51% mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> that, 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 too. Yes, the, the subtitle of today's show is the 51% solution. And that's not a mystery. That's something we'll, we'll get into. But, you know, before we kind of launch into part six today, which is the 51% solution, let's kind of go back over where we've been. So any of you who maybe missed a, a step in this process can kind of catch up with us in the... Um, in part one, uh, we stress the importance of being properly prepared. We know that everybody who is listening to this show, and there's no accident, you're here on purpose, um, we lead by example. And we are, we are following the path of the Ascended Masters, and it's a path of um, the upward spiral, the ascension spiral. We'll talk more about that in about uh, three minutes from now, depending on how fast I get through this. <laughs> but anyway, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about knowing whereof we speak. And again, realizing that we lead by example. In part two, we focused on learning how to hear the Holy Spirit. And this is without interference or unnecessary noise. And I think we were able to kind of neatly wrap this process up with Maitreya's three Ds, which are discrimination, determination, and discernment, or in other words, knowing, understanding, and doing. Then in part three, we examine the very real experience of having God's truth and teachings um, denounced and reviled. That sometimes they just run counter to orthodox belief and people don't want to hear about karma. They don't want to hear about reincarnation. They certainly don't want to hear about the universal Christ, but that's the truth. And we try to expose that truth as often as we can. Anyway, um, in part four, we looked at life as a divine opportunity. And in essence, we focused on life as literally a manifestation of God. We talk many times, those of you who have been with us for any length of time know that we like to talk about being a co-creator with God. It's all about this, using God's energy to think to say what we say, to do what we do. In part five of this series, we uh, discussed our soul's quest to regain the power we were endowed with in the beginning with God and how we lost that power and what steps we can take to get it back. And today, we return to one of our favorite and most important topics, the ascension. Now, the teachings of the ascended masters define and detail a pathway. They describe a journey that our souls must take if we wish to return to our original home in God. And now, there are many spiritual disciplines for accelerating and expanding the soul's awareness of herself. Some are better than others. But we consider our pathway to be the path above the path. This is like the master pathway. The ascended masters have laid it out. They've been where we are. There's the practical teachings, practical tools. They're not necessarily going to make it easy, but they're going to make it understandable and doable. Does that pretty much sum it up? Yeah, let's wrap things up. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being with thanks us for today. joining us today. Let's all sing the closing song now. No, I think, Tom, you know, <laughs> yes, it's a path above the path, but the first concept is understanding the ascension is the goal of life. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, 
I love our Christian brethren dearly. They're sweet, precious people who really love God and want to do the right thing. But they unfortunately have been led astray. And they think once you give your heart to Jesus, you're in heaven for eternity. And it's a rude awakening when they get up there and find out it just isn't true. Yeah. And so the goal of the Ascended Masters is, first of all, to bring the teaching to people to understand the essentials of the goal of life. Our souls are not immortal until we make our ascension. And I think that's a very important concept to understand. We've been around a long time, and it may seem like we're immortal, but we don't have that final immortality until we make our ascension. And so the idea that we love Jesus and follow him is, of course, what we preach too, but it's an understanding that we have to become like Jesus and walk the path that he walked if we're going to gain immortality. We can't ride his coattails right. to, to uh, everlasting life. And if people don't know that, then they can't pursue it. Yeah. And that's the tragedy of the manipulation of the true teachings of Jesus for the past 2,000 years. You know, and again, uh, we, I say this all the time. We've said these things before. We, we tend to repeat ourselves because this is important stuff. You mentioned this a number of weeks ago, Sid, where we are in a full review with the karmic board at the end of this, uh, the, the current lifetime that we're, we're in. And we are there with them in full conscious awareness of who we are. And also, that as this review is going on, the issues that are brought to our awareness that we may not have been fully conscious of in our mortal life. One of those is, of course, do what you're talking about, is these, the, the truth of the fact that Jesus was the, the rule, not the exception. And as he said, these things I do, so shall ye do, and greater things. You know, when they get to that point of hearing these exalted beings say, I'm really sorry, you didn't get it. You weren't taught it. You don't. You don't know it. You've got to go back. And I think some of them come back. As I think you said this, they come back angry. Yeah. And they become perhaps agnostic, maybe worse. And you know? they don't care for organized religion because it led them astray so many times. Yeah. And of course, that's kind of throwing out the baby with the bathwater in some some respects. But I, I remember uh, the goddess of liberty gave one dictation. She said, "You begged me before you came into embodiment." to bring you these teachings so that you would understand. Um, ignorance of the law is no excuse, unfortunately, when you get to heaven. And God is merciful and understand it when you don't know the truth. But unfortunately, it doesn't make up for not knowing it. And you have to go back and balance your karma. It's like many great Christians who have every part of their lives in devotion to Jesus and really to their understanding try and live that life. Because they don't have the violet flame and understand the need to balance karma, they have to come back. They have to come back to, to finish up. Not every jot and tittle will be required of us. It's the law. And dear souls who we think would be in heaven for eternity have to come back because they haven't been able to balance that karma. No one has told them they needed to balance it. And uh, we hasten to add that you don't have to balance it all. In fact, today's show, the 51% solution refers exactly to the amount of karma we need to balance to fulfill the basic requirement of the ascension. There are other requirements, we'll get into those, but that's one of them. So your, your karma does not need to be 100% balanced as it once, once upon a time needed to be. This is a dispensation that basically benefits all of us. And it's only been around, I think, since the turn of the, the 20th century, I yeah. believe, is when the dispensation was given. And the very simple reason it was given is because people weren't making their ascension. Uh, that 100% was so demanding of them, and it's not just the balancing of the karma, but once you get past 50%, there's a level of opposition to your soul. The fallen angels don't want you to make your ascension because it's part of their death knell every time a person does that. So, praise be to God. I'm sure we were dancing at inner levels when we heard that news because we've been struggling for a long time. In fact, some of us on Atlantis had balanced more than 51% of our karma. In fact, some on Atlantis had put on their Christhood and then lost it. 
Oh, wow. So you can see how long we've been waiting for this and this opportunity. And if sometimes we feel, you know, like we're, I don't know, pushing is the word, but encouraging so strongly, it's because the opportunity is here and we have to seize this opportunity because we don't know if it's going to be here again. When you, when you, if you have to come back, we don't know what life is going to be like on this planet. So take advantage of it. Um, and see what changes it could bring in your life. Well, and, you know, I'm sorry, Terry, just, just real quick. Yeah. That's a very sobering reality to realize that over the course of how many hundreds or thousands of lifetimes have we been in pursuit of this ideal, in pursuit of this knowledge, and to get the opportunity presented to us, that's why we say to you who are listening all the time, there are no accidents. You may have been on this path for thousands of years to get here to this point, to hear this option. You have free will choice to make it yours or not. It's, it's entirely up to you. But when you think about where you're going and what you want to do in your soul's eventual potential for immortality, you've got to know this piece. And, and you know, if you don't feel like jumping in with both feet, jump in with one toe right now. <laughs> and, and Terry, what is the, the key that makes everything different for people on the path these days we didn't have in history? The, the, oh, well, the violet flame. Of yeah. course. Yeah. You know, we can't, I mean, that's, um, <laughs> we can't ignore that. I mean, yeah. this, again... We all, you know, if, if we have, you know, a million years potentially of karma, you know, yeah. one good deed here and there isn't going to make it. <laughs> the violet flame allows us to accelerate. Yeah. Well, you know, what What comes to my mind is what element of the psychology is it that that will hear these teachings and say, no, I'm not going to, that's that's wrong, it's, it's, it's blasphemy. P-R-I-D-E. Well, pride, yeah, human <laughs> pride. And also the pressure... Uh, peer pressure, one thing and another, you know, they start talking about karma and reincarnation, and, and you're going to go to hell in a handbasket well, if you follow that. what their parents that. teach them, you know. What and their parents and their, and their priests and the, uh, the various religious leaders. All well-meaning people. And, you know, when truth is spoken, it sounds like a, like a my bell, or it can sound like a little tinkle or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's resonating somewhere in the soul when truth is spoken, and people need to... That's where the violet flame comes in, because you can get rid of the um, all the veils that keep you, the effluvia that keeps you from being able to hear that bell and very, see very clearly, clearly and feel clearly. Yeah. You know, when I found these teachings, I, I was clueless for a long period of time, <laughs> but something in them resonated within me. Yeah. Okay. I, there's something here. I've got to find out about it. There's something in my mind. That this is this is something I need to know or do. And it took me a while to kind of catch up with things, but it was the vibration. You know, totally. Um, yeah. You know, my sheep know my voice. Yeah. You know, in, in in the process that I've heard so many people say, and mine included, it was like playing hopscotch. You're jumping around from different things. You know, I came through the Catholic Church and then the, the seminary to study to be a priest. Then from there, I just launched into Buddhism, then the I Ching, then meditation, and just different things. Suddenly, when this truth, that bell resonated in me, it all made sense. Yeah. Now I know what I was looking for. Now I understand why I did that, 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 and that. And it's also why you never want to step on anybody's path because they are on a path that's described and prescribed by their soul, by the sponsoring master, by God. Don't mess with it. Yeah, well, that's right. You know? Yes and no. I mean, you give people an opportunity if you're prompted to share because sometimes it, people are just looking for that final key yeah. to, to do that. And I, I think I want to add just one caution here is because I've encountered people like this fairly often is people that are professional seekers. In other words, they, <laughs> like they aren't really students. they don't really want to find, they just want to continue to seek because it's interesting, you find novel things, phenomena and so forth. And 
you know, I, w- I don't say I was a personal seeker. Obviously, I was a seeker. And when, when I found these teachings, you know, it was like, whoa, what do I do now? I found what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, it requires accountability on your part. You've actually got to step on the path and start doing things. Well, you know, that, that line we've heard before about sweet on the tongue and bitter in the belly. Yeah. It's like you can't unknow what you know. Suddenly, you've been given a key. <gasps> can't go backwards now. It's too late. I mean, I, I'm on that acceleration path. Well, you know the beauty it's of the truth. The beauty of what the uh, how the ascended masters operate is that they will take you when you first step on the path. They will take you and give you all kinds of love and encouragement and one thing or another to a point. To a point, but I mean, <laughs> there's a there's a time. There's a yeah. there's a time that they give you to become acclimated to the path, and then once you are acclimated, they can begin to throw little initiations and tests at you. Well, because you have to, you, 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 you no one's going to carry you on this path. Yes, right. I think initially you get sponsorship and support, which is very appropriate. Yeah. But incrementally, we have to take accountability. But, you know, isn't that who we want to be? We don't want to be, that's, I don't want to ride to heaven on somebody's coattails. No. You know, I, I, it's the grace of God. We're all here. But, you know, let's make that effort ourselves. And I got, you know, the presentation I've heard was Mother Mary, and she said, we would not win your victory for you, even if we could, because we would not deny you the joy of that victory. Yeah, that's right. It's an amazing point too, because that—that's truly it. You know, that the ultimately we will be victors rather than victims. We look at our lives as a series of opportunities or misfortunes, depending upon our attitude, our point of view. But if you continuously take life with grace and gratitude, you get you a lot further ahead, a lot faster. Yeah. Anyway, you know, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll hear the first of two lecture excerpts from a, dictate, from a lecture from Elizabeth Clare Prophet on this very topic of karma and uh, balancing 51%. And uh, don't go away. We'll be back in just a few moments. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom 
delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, we are t- today on The Open Door continuing our Enlightenment Masterclass series. And today we're talking about, mainly talking about karma, really talking about the ascension, the, the purpose of life. And how to get where we want to go. You know, as you've heard us say so many times, we basically are focused on this as a pathway. It's a journey. It's a spiritual practice. It's many different things. But one of the things that uh, we focus on again and again is the importance of karma. And karma obviously plays a large role in our spiritual journey, perhaps even the largest of all, outside of our free choice and our free will choice to continue on the path. But this is our unfinished business that we must each finish ourselves. Here's more. Accept the rigors of karmic conditions, work through them, accelerate them, pay the last farthing, don't let any jot or tittle of the law pass, and know when it's finished, it's finished, and you can walk on in cosmos. How many of you want to ascend with 51% of your karma balanced? How many want to ascend with 75% of your karma balanced? (laughs) How many want to ascend with 100% of your karma? There you go. (laughs) Well, if you're going for the 100, you have to realize that at 51%, that is the hour of the greatest trial. At 51% with Mark Prophet, He took his ascension when I balanced 51% of my karma. He would not leave until I had that amount balanced because he did not want to leave me in a vulnerable position. It was not just the balancing of the karma, but it was the, the lessons that I had to learn and to know. At that point, you're on the 6 o'clock line and one point past it. 6 o'clock line, as you know, is a half of 100 if you're putting 25% in each of the four quadrants. So that extra 1%, you take the plunge into the astral plane. You either ascend right then, if you know it's good for you, <laughs> or if you decide to go on, you are ready for the descent into hell. That is when you go deep into the worst of the karma, the remaining 49%. That's the karma through which you become the avatar. That's the karma through which you become the Christ. And that is where you can lose everything you've gained. Because the illusion is so intense, the darkness is so great, that without God with you, 
without a prior momentum of faith and all the God qualities you can muster, without the absolute intercession of the brotherhood, you can get lost in hell all over again, make more karma, lose your 51% you had, and be worse off than had you ascended at 51%. And that is why, that is why the karmic board in this age and the four and 20 elders came with a dispensation of allowing people to ascend with 51% because they were losing so many by them having to go on for the 100. So now you know that one. And that's an important one to remember. You can expect fireworks at that point, at 51%. You've got enough God where you're expected to be the Christ and act accordingly. And you may not be too near your teacher. You may or you may not be, depending on what is the 49% that is left. So I just tell you that the farther you are on the path, the less chances you take, the more conservative you are, and the more you refuse to deviate from your path, your oneness, and your goals. In, in other words, it's like the less chances you take. Maybe you don't think you take chances, but I think all of us are a little bit more free and easy with life when we're younger, less experienced, less wise. We have plenty of energy, plenty of kundalini, plenty of crystal cord flowing. Our bodies are young. So we have a little bit to throw away. We have a little bit to play with. We have a little bit to gamble with. And that's when we do the things we wouldn't do when we were older. Because when we're older, we have a sense of summoning and conserving our forces. And the sense that everything we do is going to count mightily because the sands are running through the hourglass. So the more you have light, the more you balance karma, the more the fallen ones want to catch you, as Jesus told Peter to sift you as wheat. Satan has desired to have you. The more light you have, the more the fallen ones want you. And the more they will find the most subtle, devious, complicated, unassuming ways to draw you into a bypass, into a byway. This is the teaching of discipleship. All of this is in the causal body, the heart, and between the lines of these pearls. Warnings to the disciples. You have a whole book of teachings on discipleship in the four Gospels. You see Jesus' call of his disciples, Come and I will make you fishers of men. You see their interactions, their doubts, their fears, his work. He's a disciple of Maitreya. You're looking at a Christed one in discipleship under the cosmic Christ and the Buddha. You're looking at how he deals with circumstances, how he prays, how he is alert, how he's about his father's business, how he is serious and determined. And you see how the new disciples are also interacting with him. So I want you to read that book because it's a course in discipleship, which this teaching actually amplifies to a certain degree and fills in. Now, in accepting the rigors of karmic conditions, you do so only because they are temporarily necessary. Only in the sense that Jesus said, suffer it to be so now. Realizing that you have the power within your grasp to change every wrong condition by the power of light into Christ's victorious accomplishment. 
All the while you're looking at that karma, you see right through it, you know it's not real, you know this too shall pass, and you don't want it to pass till God directs it so that you derive the greatest lesson and nothing is left undone. You don't want to get home to God with anything left undone. Many people are frustrated by religious ideas which are honestly imposed upon them by those who believe they are doing God's will. Blessed ones, the time has come when these weary prisoners shall go free. Verily, verily, we declare unto you, life is God, life is glory, life is just, hopeful, merciful, and wonderful. Life is the crown of Christ's accomplishment when at last it is realized and accepted by a living soul that this statement is indeed truth. The Taj Mahal is a dream in marble, but life is more splendid still, for it is God's living artistry, more wonderful still than the greatest examples of human love ever externalized. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. With these words, beloved Jesus explained the intimate contact between each one's own Holy Christ Self and the Outer Personality. He indicated that the student should not let his heart be troubled by outer conditions, fulfilled or unfulfilled. For as he believes in God as omniscient, so he must believe that such omniscience is in direct touch with him through his great mediator, Holy Christ Self. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It is his good pleasure to give you his state of consciousness of perpetual grace. And when the mirrored reflection becomes one with the immortality of the architect's plan, the gift is at last received. <laughs> We're going to hear more of that, so please stay with us. But in the meantime, I know that I can almost hear the questions in many minds. It's certainly been in mind many times. How do we know when and how if we've reached 51% of our karma balanced? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, first of all, I think people should know that you can't find these teachings unless you have at least 25% of your karma balanced. Yeah. So the fact you're hearing this is good news. <laughs> it's very good news. <laughs> you're at least at 25, hopefully a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, Archangel Gabriel comes to us at inner levels when we have reached the 51% mark and asks us the question, do you, you, have, you have a right at that point to say, I want to take my ascension. Um, you know, either we're way below 51 or we decided to stay. I'm not sure which. But obviously... If you have these teachings, it's opportunity. And, you know, God knows what is the will of God for you and, and so forth. But we also want to make a mark, so to speak, that a demonstration of these teachings, not one person, but many people. And every time a person ascends from the planet, it lifts the entire planet up. And and clearly, it's a lot easier. The other thing, it's a lot easier to balance your karma from the physical plane than from the etheric. Um, and so you really have to trust your Holy Christ self and your I Am Presence and, and the Lords of Karma and so forth to help make you that make that decision. But I think what the point is, it's it, it becomes more challenging at 51%. Now, that's not a reason to run and hide, but what the teachings of the Masters do for us, it gives us the tools to understand that, what's happening to us, and how you deal with them. You build a momentum on this path, yep. a momentum of devotion, a momentum of giving the violet flame. And for me... My, the moment that helped me the most is getting on my knees every night um, and acknowledging knee, knee time, yeah. knee time, acknowledging that God, you know, 
I don't presume I have this down pat. I need grace. I need mercy. And please, you know, knock me over the head if I'm going in the <laughs> wrong direction. You know, give God permission to, to show you. And then if it happens, be willing to learn from it. So, you know, it, it's there's peril on the path, but the peril comes from not understanding the path and not applying yourself. Yeah. This path has been walked. It can be walked. And the love and joy of doing it will get you home. But you have to be careful, like on any path, climbing a mountain. Yeah. And Mrs. Prophet said that life is always hopeful. And part of that hope is that karma is only necessary temporarily. It's finite. It's finite. God is infinite. <laughs> Your karma is finite. Just remember that. And some of us think, oh, boy, I, you know, my karma is so great. I, you know, da, 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 da. Well, guess what? A lot of the ascended masters have intense karma. And they balanced it all. Mrs. Prophet had a lot of karma, clearly, being in a leadership role and things from the past. Mm -hmm. She balanced it. So we can do it, too. And, you know, you have to begin by forgiving yourself. God will forgive you, and he'll give you the chance to balance the karma. One of my favorite Bible verses, and God will remember your sins no No more. No more. So if God's going to forget them, once you balance the karma, you can forget them, too. (laughs) Well, and as she said, (laughs) it is the Father's good Pleasure, pleasure to give you the kingdom. Isn't that sweet? It's so sweet. Well, when we come back, we're going to hear a bit more about how fear keeps men bound and realizing that they are made in the divine image can set them free. More on that when we return. Please stay with us. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. Once again, we're back. (laughs) This is The Open Door. We're talking about the Ascension today. What a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Or one of our very favorite topics. But we're talking about the fact that we have the power to completely identify with God. And God identifies with us. And drinking the cup of God identity is the key to our immortality. Mm -hmm. So when we ascend, we're done with this veil of tears. You know, this is a, Earth schoolroom is a pretty intense experience. Like we were talking in the break about how sometimes we can inadvertently, subconsciously or unconsciously make our lessons harder than they have to be. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be hard. I had a question about bodhisattvas. Now, oh, yeah. Uh, a bodhisattva, <laughs> do they do they balance the 100% and then they take the opportunity to just stay with the earth like, like Kuan Yin? Well, they take a vow that they will not leave the earth until everyone on earth has ascended. And wow. uh, that could be a while at the rate we're going. More than a weekend. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think they can take their ascension. Some take their ascension, some don't. Yeah. Kuan Yin obviously is an ascended master, but she won't leave the earth. Okay. Until everything is done. So it can be their way. Now, Paramahansa Yogananda, we know, has not taken his ascension, although he qualified for it. Mm-hmm. So he wants to be stay closer to his disciples on earth. And by the way, for those of you that have followed that path, he came to Mrs. Prophet many years ago after asking St. Germain permission and said, please get the violet flame to our people. They yeah. need it. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah. Wow. Well, so um, in terms of that, uh, it raises a question. The path we're talking about, the Ascended Master's path, is one that we prefer. Other paths can get you there, too. Except some of us need very clear directions. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Go never, there, do that. And you know what's interesting okay. is that people can make their ascensions doing all kinds of different things. I remember hearing, I think it was in 1973 when we were in South America, that there was a lady that swept the steps of the church every day. And she won but, her ascension. But don't forget, she had other embodiments to That's prepare right. for that one. That's right. And, and I do have to add, even with, you know, Yogananda, I love that organization, the sweet, precious people mm-hmm. in it. But karma is karma. And meditation won't necessarily balance your, your karma. You need the violet flame. Yeah. So, yes, there are other paths, but a lot of people can't make it without the violet flame, um, certainly in this embodiment. It's a major gift. Yeah. You know what? I want to go back a minute now. Since we have been talking about the qualifications for the ascension, let's let's list them if if you don't mind obviously balancing 51% of your karma is one of the requirements another one is balancing your threefold flame love wisdom and power love wisdom and power so that many of us know if we have a an area in that threefold flame that might be lacking a little bit maybe we don't have enough love or we maybe don't have enough determination or maybe we haven't gained enough wisdom yet but the threefold flame is one that we eventually want to balance mm-hmm. those are the yellow the pink and the blue, the yellow being wisdom, the pink being love, the blue being power. This is something we all have to do. And we all know somebody uh, that we run across in life that that has this nice balance to us. And we we think to ourselves, gosh, that's a really balanced person. And and you can have a major, so to speak, um, that's stronger, but you just can't do that to the, you know, excluding the other two. Right. And, right. you know, we have choans of the rays, but each choan of the ray has master on every other ray, too. Yeah. So. Well, and the other requirements are you have to fulfill your divine blueprint and, um, you know, engage in your sacred labor. Find out how it is that you can best serve and do that service to the best of your ability. So, yeah. 
Anyway, let's listen to the next excerpt because this is, again, talking about the key to immortality is your God identity. So here's more on that. The servant is not greater than his Lord. True humility is valuable if it be neither false nor servile. But greater still is the realization that if man is made in the divine image, it is right that he should be as great as his Lord intends, which is complete identification of the servant with his Lord. The cup of God identity is offered to each disciple, and drinking it means immortal gain. For it is partaking of the divine essence as a natural means of escape from human bondage. Fear keeps men bound, for they fear to believe, lest they be thought gullible. And fear to doubt, lest heaven spurn them. Teach them to pay homage to neither, but by being true to themselves, to remember the words of Descartes who declared, I think, therefore, I exist. Let men perceive then that they live, and therefore God lived to create, and lives to sustain his creation. I live, and therefore God lived to create and to sustain his creation. St. Augustine in his City of God draws worded images of the heavenly hierarchy, but these magnificent passages are limited by comparison to those glories themselves when perceived and cognized by the full-orb vision of the expanding soul. Remember, blessed ones, that sectarian teachers who would seek the proselyting of the souls of men are usually not content to let men tarry in indecision, but often seek to force acceptance in many cases of that which those same teachers believe to be true. Teachers of truth, arise to the law of love. Divine justice gives to each life stream an immortal call to his own immortal destiny and to every son of God the highest goal. It is certain that no one should make a decision based on the emotional pressures of fear. In the golden age, it is the ascended master's wish that all people on earth should dwell in harmony. If teachers of spiritual principles are to feel the compulsion to demand that their neighbors respond to dogma in precisely the same manner as they themselves do, they will alienate or destroy the tender sprouts of opportunity offered in the holy name of divine freedom. Man is only compelled to accept the idea of his own immortal existence which only a foolish person can legitimately deny. From this humble initiatic idea, each day is intended to unfold greater understanding of divine law. Do not seek to rush your comprehension, blessed children of the light. Let patience perform her perfect service and realize that diligence in pursuing the path according to the best within you is God's way of action. The only thing that God compels the individual to accept is his own immortal existence. Why does God compel this? Because not to believe in it is to cease to exist. And therefore you have to say, I think, therefore I am. I am, therefore God exists. If you do not, there is no starting point 
for life itself. You know how people tell us we have to believe this, we have to believe that, we have to do this and we have to do that. You will find that I am not a dogmatist. I'm not puritanical, I'm not fanatical, and I'm not out of balance. But you will hear many people on this path who have studied this teaching who are very fanatical about do's and don'ts. Just remember who is speaking when you hear people speaking. Am I speaking or are they speaking? And are they telling you, mother said this? If they say mother said this, say when? When did she say it? Where did she say it? Where is it written? Are you sure? Is that the exact quote? Was that the intent of what she said? It's good to examine because you know the dictations are not always simply stated. Sometimes the sentences are long and you really do need to understand the English language to understand the logic. Many of the dictations are legal documents. And so if you don't know how to read English, you may get a wrong conclusion from a dictation. Some things are very limited statements which people like to generalize and they may be limited to a certain time and place, limited dispensations. So when you think about it, instead of being burdened by do's and don'ts as a disciple, you must hear the teaching of Saint Francis. Man is only compelled to accept the idea of his own immortal existence. Now if you exist immortally as this chart illustrates, you must draw conclusions from that one premise. And you will find that every teaching of the Ascended Master's Law is a conclusion derived from that basis of life and that basic premise. Everything else is a corollary. Karma and reincarnation are corollaries to the fact that you have an immortal existence. Free from human oppression, each life stream comes joyfully forward to the altar of truth, seeking to be illumined by his own great God Self, the omnipresent I Am of his own being. The Ascended Master's guidance is invaluable for all who strive to increase the scope of their understanding. We release a continuous stream of divine wisdom to increase the interpretive ability of every seeker. We make the entire concept of life more beautiful for all mankind simply because it is God. Because life is God, reverence for it will make it more wonderful. Gratitude will expand its blessings and victory will crown its achievements. Disciples remember glorious opportunities, await discovery daily. Glorious opportunities await discovery daily. We'll be back for more in a moment. Please stay with us. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. 
they look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back again. Uh, Thank you for staying with us. One of the points I'd like to repeat, emphasize, is that you're not here by accident. You made a free will choice at some level of your being to hear what we're talking about and to entertain the possibility that the ascension is your path and the ascended masters are your teachers and the violet flame is your tool. You know, we can go on and on, but one of the things I was minded about when we heard that last excerpt was uh, Mrs. Prophet said, don't rush. Let patience perform her holy service. And a lot of times we get kind of in this rush to judgment. We want to, we've discovered this path. We found it. We just, great zeal. We kind of want to tackle everything and go to it. Don't push the river. Yeah, push, <laughs> you know? push everyone in our family into it. You know? right. <laughs> well, I think, and that's understandable. You get sure. very excited. And, of course, once you start using the violet flame, the, 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 the easy stuff goes real quickly. Yeah. And, whoa, well, this I feel differently and exciting. And that's not to say don't be enthusiastic or exciting about the path. But having been on this path for, let's just say, a number of decades, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people that have come in very enthusiastic for the teachings of the Center Masters, and they last about three months. You know, they take off as a projectile. They're trying to do everything all at once and da-da-da-da-da. And then, all of a sudden, they just aren't there anymore. So... It's a path that's walked. There's a rhythm to this path, and it's learning. It's growing. You don't learn everything at once. And I heard a lecture when I was driving the car the other day where you don't have to accept everything at once. If you don't understand it, put it up on a shelf. You don't have to accept or reject it. No one's forcing you to do that. Wait until you're ready to take it down and deal with it. Yeah. And we've all had experiences on the path. But if you feel that 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 stillness, that feeling in your heart, this is something real. I may not understand everything, understand all these teachings based on my background, but there's something here I've got to pursue and understand to find out what's for me. And so you walk this path in a rhythm, and there are times when you are very accelerated. There are times when you're dealing with karma and initiations, but it's a rhythm of daily activity. We've talked about this before. Have your daily devotions in the morning if possible before you go out and greet the day. Your calls to Archangel Michael for protection. Mrs. Prophet mentioned about the fallen angels don't want you to make your ascension. How do you deal with them? You get Archangel Michael to protect you. Exactly. And you be aware of it. He's stronger than the fallen angels. Use the violet flame to transmute your karma. And then you go out and face whatever God brings you that day. And read something every day, even if it's a paragraph of a pearl of wisdom or a book by the masters. Something that will nurture your soul and that the masters can use and your holy Christ self can use to bring forth in you. This is a lifelong pursuit. And if you are 8 or 80, 
it's a lifelong pursuit, so to speak. And so don't be discouraged by the first time you stub your toe and don't think it's all going to be sweetness and light because we have lessons to learn. But understand there is a rhythm to this walk. Keep going. Get up every time you fall down. Do something every day for God and for yourself. And you know what? Before long, you're going to be building a momentum. You're going to be feeling a greater light within you. When you, when you face these very challenging tests through family, friends, work, health, whatever it is, okay, what did I learn? What do I need to do? What do I need to surrender to God? What do I need to fight for? It's, it, it, you won't have a more exciting life or a more fulfilled life than this because God will bring you things that you need to deal with. You won't be wasting your time or your energy <laughs> if you commit to this. You know, the, um, I was asked this recently about when I'm, when I'm working on my psychology, I'm getting trying to get underneath some of the things that have been influencing my life and my decisions for a long time that I wasn't fully aware of. And the question came, well, where do you put them? Do they just disappear? Do they kind of just go away? And my answer was, in part, yes. But if you can imagine putting those things that you don't want to continue to do on the altar. And where is that altar? It's in the secret chamber of your heart. You don't have to go anywhere to do this. You can do it right where you are right now. There's, there's, there's no lines, no waiting. You can basically go there and take what you have. And then it says, set your heart on a path of kindness and make your service a perpetual labor of love. And, and you may have to surrender this more than once. Well, you might have to do it a number of times because it's been there for a long but time. But, you know, getting back to the work on psychology, and I think for, for me, Tom, what helped me was in working through that is that suddenly the sting was gone from something that happened as a child or, you know, uh, something that I felt yeah. burdened about or, or guilty about. And so the record has no power over you anymore. And so therefore, it doesn't influence, influence your action anymore. So, and then, you, of course, you give it to God, ask for forgiveness, and move on. Well, violet flame is a great way to demagnetize those issues. Yeah, and, but you need sometimes to work with someone. It's not just yeah. the violet flame, because at least that's been my experience. I know Mrs. Prophet has said that. You need a good counselor and so forth. And, uh, you know, there's, this is a big path, you know, sufficient unto the day, you know, <laughs> is the karma thereof, you know. But it's momentum you're building, momentum of good habit. Good behavior. That you don't win your ascension in one day. You win it day after day after day, lifetime after <clears throat> lifetime. And so, get the right habits. Get ready for God. Do what you need to do every day. This is what the masters teach. And and all of a sudden, the days, the weeks, the years go by, and you, you're a different person. Well, and little, little, you know, karma is not a burden. It's an opportunity. You know, attitude is so much an important factor here that you're looking at what's possible in your life. You can look at it with joy, with grace, with gratitude, like, oh, goody, this is another opportunity to get through something. I'm still working on that one <laughs> well, sometimes. <laughs> but you don't run away from it. You That's the point. You don't run away. Yes, things are hard, but you don't run away from it. And our karma puts us in the, the best place we can be in based on whatever the conditions of that are in the moment. And so we're always being given opportunities to learn. It's the grace of God that we can balance our karma. Yeah, and I'm just thinking of the of the uh, the door latch on my Buick just went, went <laughs> just went south. I was going to so, ask you about that. So, so you can you can get upset about that, or you can say, "Oh, goody! I get to go on YouTube and find out how to take the door apart." <laughs> I get to put it. You, I get to close my door with a bungee cord. Yeah, <laughs> climb, so, climb through the window on the other side, right? <laughs> it's all in how you look at it. Seriously, yeah, it, it is true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's part of our choice, and that's the. 
free will choice is how he takes things. How you take it. And learning to laugh at yourself. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that true? You know, the human foibles. It's, you know, it's ridiculous the things we do, you mm. know. Oh, man. Um, I won't go into those things I do sometimes, <laughs> but you have to laugh at them. Remember the game Pick Up Sticks? Sure. You, you actually dump that stuff on the floor deliberately. <laughs> so why get upset if you spill something on the floor? That's just true, just true. say, hey, this, this is going to be fun. <laughs> you know, that's just a slight example of how well, you can start looking at life. Wake up every morning going, oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's so oh, goody that you transmute the yeah. bulk of that karma before you have to face it. It's, yeah. it's Really, this is something that, and I know we've all stressed this at different times, this is truly a joyful path. And joy is the motor of life. We, we may make it sound hard sometimes because depending on where we're starting from, it can, see, it can seem like a big deal. But take it one step at a time. Don't push the river. Get into that rhythm as you described it, Sid. And just go with the flow. You know, the masters have said <laughs> the amount of joy you have is a measure of your attainment. Yeah. Hmm. And if you don't have it, you can get it. You can get it today. No lines, no waiting. What's the <laughs> you know, Elizabeth Clare Prophet made a reference to a chart. Uh, so um, that would refer to the chart of the presence. Not necessarily. Was, it could be the the cosmic clock as well. She was talking about you know balancing karma. Oh, okay. Doing other things. Tell, tell our listeners about the the book that uh, from which uh, these teachings that we're giving. Well, good idea. Uh, comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are basing the entire Enlightenment Masterclass series on the book Corona Class Lessons, and uh, you can take a look at that book if you want to by going to tsl.org/slash. Masterclass. It'll take you right to the book. It's on our website, tsl.org. And uh, you can look inside. If you go to Amazon, for example, you can probably read a few pages of this. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing series of 48 messages from Jesus and from Kutumi, who we know as uh, St. Francis. And it's, it's remarkable. I mean, this is material that you, it's like a manual for how to live the, the spiritual life. You know, I remember my father used to tell me, if you get one paragraph out of a book, it was worth your time. <laughs> well, I can assure you um, <laughs> that this book is worth your time. It's, and a, it's it, an amazing You know, book. it's amazing these kernels would pick up that you'll take and apply, and it will change the equation of your life. And that's a perfect way to put it. This does change the equation of life because it gives you new ingredients to the formula. <laughs> There's little bumper stickers all over well, speaking the, speaking of that, did you see the one, clap one hand if you love Buddha? What's <laughs> 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 yeah, the other one? was, ask me about my vow of silence. <laughs> okay, that would work for us. Oh, anyway, um, again, uh, we're so grateful for the, that you have tuned into this show, that you're sharing this path with us at one way or another, and that we're talking about something that is the key to immortality. Balancing your karma, 51% is part of the equation for making your ascension. Whether it's this lifetime or the next one, you've got opportunity here Mm -hmm. also this really kind of can be formulated into what we would call the calling that there is a clarion call the bell the crystal whatever you want to say is ringing inside your consciousness telling you this is something to pursue this is the hour this is the hour yeah so next week part seven of our series we're going to call that the calling okay so enlightenment masterclass part seven believe that and we thank you again for being part of this mandala with us, part of the energy field. This is a great, glorious, joyful process and path, and we're happy to share it as much and as we can. And it is a joyful path. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's sorrow, there's loss, just like in life. But when you know deep inside you're on the path home at long, long, long last, <laughs> yeah. you have found the truth, there's a joy and excitement that can't be matched. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. That's, I think on that note, we can probably close the show. Terry, how can they get a hold of us? We are at... 
webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org. Let us know your thoughts. Please do. And in the meantime, though the upward path may sometimes be a bit of a challenge, mostly it's joyful, and the rewards are out out of of this this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. Till next week, be well. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.